I graded LSU's defensive depth chart to find what's missing, and after hours of research, I found two grades that LSU needs to raise in order to win their fifth national championship. One of those grades will be the linebacker position. It's the position that didn't get the most transfers. It also is the position that needs the most work. However, there's a star amongst that position. That star is none other than Harold Perkins. I'm sure y'all are all familiar with him. He had a phenomenal freshman campaign, and I think his growth through 2023 will be the talk of college football. He handled the adversity very well early on in his career. He's thrown into the mix, and he's playing a position that requires a lot of discipline and a lot of focus, according to Coach Brian Kelly. I believe that he took the nation by storm, showed off his versatility, and he processed a pro-style defense like a pro. Uh, the fact that the D coordinator, Matt House, is the linebacker coach is going to help Harold Perkins and that linebacker room exponentially. You're going to have the signal caller. You're going to have the man behind all the schemes, all the plays, and all of the second half adjustments right there every practice, every workout, every film session. They're going to get all the extra information, all the extra attention, and all the extra learning experiences at practice. I believe this will pay dividends over the course of the offseason and the regular season as Pert and other linebackers can gel with Matt House, continue to learn about one another, and help create the right fit in LSU's defensive scheme. I think this was the biggest sore area in LSU's defense last season. This area needs the most attention as LSU's run defense was, was kind of, you know, hit or miss. And I think that LSU's run defense is what determines a win or a loss. If you want to jump into some statistics, let's look at when LSU won versus when LSU lost and how many yards per game were averaged and yards per carry were averaged. When LSU won, their opponents averaged 115 yards per game on the ground with 3.5 yards per carry. When LSU lost, their opponents averaged 231 yards per game and 5 yards per carry. If you look at the yards per game for rushing and average yards per carry for rushing for these three teams against the SEC, Bama, Georgia, and LSU, you'd be surprised to find that LSU's at the top of the list. When you compare the yards per game, they have the lowest amount. Georgia averages 212 yards given up per game on the ground versus the SEC, and Alabama averages 174. LSU's total 173 yards per game is the lowest of those three teams, as well as their average yards per carry given up. They give up 4.6, Georgia gives up 5.5, and Alabama gives up 4.9 versus the SEC. So when you look at these numbers, you see that LSU isn't doing horrible in the run defense area, but if they can increase it and have a little bit more efficiency and a little bit more success, I think it'll pay dividends and it'll be that difference maker going forward for the team. You see Omar Spates transfer from Oregon State. You see Greg Penn, another veteran leader who understands the scheme and can come back and dial in with Matt House and Brian Kelly and provide a lot of great success going forward. I think that the linebacker room will be one of the weaker spots of the defense, but the fact that Harold Perkins is such a phenomenal athlete, he'll be able to bring him up. Matt House will be able to keep a close eye on his guys, and he'll be able to see what changes will need to be made throughout the year. Moving into the second grade, I think LSU needs to raise the DBs. Last year, we saw magic happen from the transfer portal, but can lightning strike twice in Baton Rouge? Brian Kelly hit the portal hard and grabbed several successful transfers last year that played a big role. Look at guys like Makai Garner, Jarek Bernard Converse, Colby Richardson, Joe Fouché, and even Greg Brooks. However, 
This year, they're going to need more of the same luck. They're going to have to take those transfers, gel them into the scheme, and hope that they're able to provide the same boost that those following players were able to provide. I believe that these guys, Darian Chestnut, J.K. Johnson, Denver Harris, these transfers are solid guys. They were highly sought after recruits in their own respective classes, and they played at Power 5 levels. Some of them even played against top 10 teams. You know, I think that this position is once again talent-rich. Uh, the DB room in LSU is always successful, and some would even argue that LSU's DBU. However, with them pairing the returning leadership and these great, talented transfers, I think the sky's the limit for the DB room. It's just going to be about getting the right guys on the field and finding out everyone's weak spot and everyone's strong spots. If you look at guys that are returning, like Major Burns, veteran communicator, green, great energy in the locker room, key piece for the foundation and chemistry of the team, look at Seven Banks. We didn't even get to see him much due to injury. Also from Ohio State. Also should be able to hit the ground running due to his experience and the year and a half he's going to have on the side studying the scheme. He's had a lot of time to be able to adjust, so I'd assume Seven Banks will make great strides. And even look at guys like Sage Ryan. Great fits in the scheme. He forced a couple turnovers last season, and he's going to provide those key plays and key moments going forward. LSU's DB room is full of talent, and a lot of these guys are already on the page that Matt House wants them to be on. If LSU can continue to lock down talented wide receivers, smother the passing game, and boost up that linebacker room, I believe the run game, the pass game, and even all assets of football will be covered. Uh, the defensive line, I think this is the best area for LSU's defense. They're going to have a huge comeback season, and the depth is outrageous. First and foremost, we're going to be excited to see the return of Mason Smith. Very talented player who was unfortunately sidelined last year due to an injury. I think Mason will have a major impact on the success of the line, and I believe that he's going to help beef that line up and put some needed strength on it to stop that run that we need to stop. Speaking of returning talent, Makai Wingo. What a phenomenal year for Makai. Mason and Makai both were SEC All-Freshmen in their freshman years, however, Makai got to step up last year when Mason went down, and he fulfilled his role greatly. That next man up mentality earned Makai Wingo AP All-American honors and All-SEC honors. Also, he played the most snaps in college football. He went out there and he got dirty. He got a lot of experience, and coming from an SEC school, he added to that SEC experience. He's got a lot of notches under his belt. He's got a lot of things that he could bring to the table next year. Not to mention the depth on that defensive line with guys like Quincy Wiggins, Jacoby and Gilroy, Savion Jones. These guys are locked and loaded and ready to go. LSU's defensive pressure will be phenomenal next season. It's just going to be about the coaches finding the right schemes and combinations to put these guys in. I think that LSU needs to adjust on two areas. They need to fix their running game, their run defense. They need to be able to go and fill the gaps secure the edge, and create some havoc when the ball is on the ground. And in the DB side of things, they're going to have to find that combination and that starting, starting four rather quickly in the DB room. You don't want a lot of questions going on throughout the year and a lot of changes and a lot of inconsistencies at the position that needs to be the most consistent. The DB room looks just as talented as ever at LSU. And the pieces that they have are more than likely going to be able to transition, much like last year's pieces transitioned. I believe Brian Kelly is rebuilding efficiently, 
And in year one, we saw a great turnaround. Worst to first in the SEC West. I couldn't imagine what we see in year two. This was my analysis of LSU's defensive situation and what they need to do moving forward if they want to claim the prize everyone has their eye on. Thanks for watching The Verdant Verdict. Be sure to follow us on social media, links in bio, and we'll continue to plan for LSU's 2023 season as well as continuing the coverage of LSU's women's basketball as they go on an insane run to March and hopefully to a national championship as well. Thanks for watching. This has been The Verdant Verdict. Y'all have a great day.